This episode of SWYE is brought to you by TacVent. If you wear Kevlar, you know how stifling they can get. TacVent can lower your body surface temperature by over 14 degrees. If roasting in the sun is the problem, TacVent is the solution. Go to TacVent.com and use the affiliate code MC10 for 10% off your purchase of TacVent. And now, this week's SWYE. HMMC. You're listening to the WYE Radio Network. On this episode, the guys talk to Rod and Don about advice they would give themselves 15 years ago. The podcast that responds to all emergencies on and off the job. Here are your hosts, Motor Cop and the Happy Medic. So a couple of weeks ago, we put out the the call to our uh, veritable audiences, and we asked them, if you have 15 years or more in any of the three disciplines, hit us up at speakpipe.com slash MC. And what we want to know from you is, what would veteran you, if you had the ability to go back in time, tell rookie you? I don't. I didn't want people to say, "Well, this is what I'll tell rookies these days." No, 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 no. What no. would you tell? What would you tell yourself? yourself? Yeah. You know, we always get these guys coming into the disciplines, MC, and they they come in, and you know, well, back in my day, we didn't do this and we didn't do that. Really? Well, if not, then then why don't you go back and give yourself advice? Yeah. That might have made you better than you could be today. What, yeah. What is the one thing that you would say? And the first two that we're looking at today that we're going to listen to have kind of a, an overarching theme that they, I they hope do. our audience can pick up on. You know what I, I did find amusing, though, is anytime you ask anybody in the three disciplines, that what, what's what's the one thing you would tell yourself? They come up with like three things. Yeah. <laughs> one thing would you tell yourself? Well, your... here's the one thing, but there's three parts. Then it's three things. <laughs> yeah. Well, now it's a chapter. Now it's a book. Now it's, it's exactly. a series of books. Yeah, and oh, now it's a, a long freaking podcast. All right. So let's jump into the first one and uh, let's... Yeah, well, so we'll play the first one, and then you and I will come back and kind of mm-hmm. kick kick the cat around a little bit, as it were, and, yeah. and kind of get our perspectives on what he had to say, and then we'll, we'll bring in the second one. No animals were harmed in the recording of What's Your Emergency Radio. Well, yet. It, we're not done recording. Man. Dogs let's, in the let's, other room. Yeah, let's not All put right, the cart before the horse. Hi, my name is Rod Riffredi. I have 32 years of public safety experience. I've worked in all three disciplines. And the one common thread that I can say as a veteran back to the rookie is do what's right. Do what's right to you, for your family, for your team, your department, and your community. We have to remember that we are public servants. First and foremost, we are public servants. We are there to provide a service to the public. We're not there for the glory of the job, unless you're on motors, riding around on a bike, that's always cool. It's the best job in the house. But other than that, whatever you do, make sure it's the right moral and ethical thing to do. Promotions will come if you're doing your job correctly, providing the best service possible. Treat everybody as you want to be treated or you want your family to be treated. It's never personal. And a lot of times we don't know what demons other people are fighting with. 
So treat them respectfully. Mm. You know, he's uh, he's definitely right about one thing. Uh, nice hair. No, uh, he never. No, he, did, he didn't mention the hair. He did. The but bike. He's all. He's he mentioned right. the bike. Yeah, he's completely right about motors. Well, that doesn't really work for all three disciplines. Really, uh, only the one. I may have put out some subtext of where I just wanted to get things about motorcycles. Yeah, but hey, I'm not 100 percent sure. The reason he talked about the bike was glory. We're not here for the glory. If you're here to get on the six o'clock news and get Ugh, your picture God, in the paper, please um, no. That's the last thing I want to be on. <laughs> yeah, for those of you that are thinking about getting into the disciplines, um, that actually hurts you with your coworkers. Unless you're on the news, you know, actually doing your job. Yeah, true. Or you know, unless you're the PIO. Perfect and example. Fine too. Perfect example. One of the most famous and most criticized police officers of all time, Officer Axon. <laughs> right? That guy right? is always He's getting into trouble. Everywhere. Always getting into trouble. But there, there's no glory in it. It's a job. It, it is. And it I've, is. I've written at the blog before that I don't really like it when people say, oh, you're a firefighter. Thank you for your service. It's like, well, I get paid to do it. Yeah. If I was a volunteer, that's, that's true. If I was a volunteer, I'd be like, well, hey, you're welcome. Why don't you come join us? You know, why don't you give back to the community? Everybody says, I want to be a firefighter so I can give back to the community. It's like, well, they're going to give you a paycheck while you're at it. You know that, right? Yeah, but that's not what you say in the oral interview. You're not like, uh, hey, why do you want to be a police officer? Oh, I want to make a grip of money. Yeah. Why do you want to get promoted? <laughs> Cash, baby. Cash, come on, man. Retirement's around but the bend, son. One, one thing I want to bring up real quick is it's it's not about the glory. And I, I put up on the Happy Medic blog that I don't like the thank you for your service until I really I started. We, we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I really yeah. started thinking about it. It's not about me. It's about them. And if they want to say thank you, then it's it's none of my business to say, oh, oh, yeah, well, you're not welcome, which is pretty much how it came across. <laughs> and I don't know if I mentioned the story of when we went to the um, uh, Irish Heritage, the music festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had the big to-do, and the guy was, you know, military stand-up and be recognized and all that. And it was military stand-up and then law enforcement. And then he said, if you're a firefighter or a paramedic, please stand up. Oh, I, I, thought, like, I thought you were going to say, if you're a firefighter, can you go grab me a sandwich? But it, <laughs> But it, it's never gotten to that point, right? It's like soldiers, law enforcement. Yeah. Um, but I, it's okay, never I'll, funny. I'll stand up, you know, but whatever. Well, you know, it, this, and, this but, is this is my counter argument to that is that, yeah. that, that I don't disagree with you. Uh, I, I completely agree with Rod that uh, we are mm -hmm. public servants. And I go off on, on Jags on this when I teach all the time. And actually, yeah. I brought it up in my oral interview. So we're all about the protecting, but we forget about the service part. Mm -hmm. And he's absolutely right. This is a service we are public servants and i think if yeah. you if you approach it th through that lens with that heart you're going to do the job differently you're going to make de decisions differently and something that that happened to me while i was standing there you know and everybody's clapping and i'm like well you know these people don't know me they just assume that i know what i'm doing uh hm Ooh, careful hm junior junior stood up next to me and held my hand and i realized then that she was proud yeah of I, what i did and that that's exactly. what it, that's yeah. what it was all about. It wasn't it, about it's, me. It's it was not about, about you. community. It's a, it's about the people that either can't, don't want to, or just don't have the capacity to do the jobs that we do, mm -hmm. recognizing that we actually want to do these things and just saying thank you. Yeah. I, I, I'm totally okay with it. I mean, if you want to buy me a cup of coffee, hey, come on down and I'll, I'll drink your coffee. Yeah. You know, see, you know what I, I'm I used to very much be the, no, no, I'm fine. And now I realize that, oh, okay, this is something you want to do. I'm going to let you do it. Absolutely. You know, and, and while we're having the coffee, I can tell you all about why it is that I do what I do. And that's yeah. the place to go with it. But the, you, you come back to servant and service. Yes. And a lot of people forget that uh, even though Justin said, oh, it's a job, it's a paycheck, but I, I get paid because I provide a certain level of service yeah, to the just, community that I service. 
that's the it's, way capitalism it's works. That if you easy. yeah, if you do a job, people will pay you for it. And it's just that we have the kind of job that you know the the barista is not running into burning buildings or running after guys with guns or or anything like that. So, so there's there's that aspect of oh, you're willing to risk your life for my uh, lean to that is on fire. Yeah, good. Thanks, man. You know, I, and I'm okay with people saying thank you. I think mm-hmm. I think that's nice as, as long again, like Rod yeah. said, is is having that servant's heart. If you walk into the Starbucks you and you're that, like, yeah. which, which one of you suckers is buying me coffee, huh? What you know? Because I saved and your we've cat the seen, other day. We've seen people like oh, that. Oh yeah, and you give him a smack when nobody's looking. Yeah, or when they are looking. It, that's true. <laughs> I have more than once told one of my crews, Atherton language. When they go off and get a little salty yeah. in front of the public, it's like, hey, you know what? You ne- you need to be way up yeah, here. Dial it back, Johnny. Yeah, and I'm, I'm doing my hand higher than you for the radio show. So no, you need to be up here. That's remarkably tall. Yeah. One one issue I do have, though, is uh, if you do the right thing, promotions will come. Oh, yeah. 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 You, you did. You did. You did pause it I and had look to at me take, like, wait. Huh? I had to take issue with that for a reason I'll, I'll talk about probably on our next show. Well, that's okay, because we're actually uh, going to be interviewing Rod here in a couple of days, oh, perfect. so that'll be fun. But I, I just want to go back and say to, to young Rod, what old Rod meant was do the right thing and other opportunities will just be there arise yes yeah. yes it's it's not yeah. like if you do the right thing all of a sudden you'll you'll do well on the sergeant's exam right but at while you do the right things Wait it will minute. give you Man, all the skills i knew i should to do been, well i should have been doing the right thing i've been doing the wrong thing for years now Maybe oh i could have told you that dang it yeah all right so that's that's the first one all right so let's guys uh, so let's on fire on next up, one let's fire up the second one and remember we're looking for the overall theme here see if you can figure it out hey happy and mc my name is Don Anderson. I retired from Simi Valley PD 16 months ago, but I continue to haunt them as a chaplain. If I could tell rookie me one thing, it would be to always work hard and periodically ask myself three questions. One, what are my capabilities and limitations? That affects how I do my job. Two, What are my partner's perceptions of my capabilities and limitations? That affects how they do their jobs. And three, what is the public's perception of my job performance and my respect for them? That affects how they'll cooperate with me when I need it and how my agency is respected in the community. I just want to point out that I was identified first on this one, and that's oh, probably that make, one of the reasons that it was you chosen happy? for the show. Oh, well, you know. Well, it, it doesn't make me happy, you know, lowercase. Happier? Well, happier. Okay. Yeah, I'm always happy, uppercase right. H. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, wow, great advice. You know, one of the things, talking about skills and limitations, you, you definitely need to know both. You need to know when you don't know what you don't know. It, absolutely, and, and when when you dis, when you discover what those limitations are, this is something we've talked about on the show and on the mm-hmm. blogs for years. Yeah. When you find out what that limitation is, educate yourself and learn how to make that you, that that ceiling higher. You need to overcome it, absolutely. or you need to figure out how to go around it. Yeah, you know. Uh, but I I think I think knowing your limitations and your skills. When he talks about uh, going to his younger self and you know the perception of the partner 
the partner's perception of your skills and and your limitations. I think it's far more powerful if your partner is noticing your limitations more than your skills. What do you, how, okay, how do you mean? So if if you and I are out riding in the squad car and you're starting to notice, wow. Dude, if you're noticing my limitations and you're not a cop, we're in big but, trouble. <laughs> but that's the thing is, what what do we hey man, remember? why'd you crank off rounds driving down the street? That doesn't seem like something you should do. <laughs> what do we remember more about people? Their shortcomings or things that they excel at. Oh, what do we uh, revel in? Yeah. What do we uh, focus on? Absolutely. Your boss, well. The hair, the hair, right? Here's we're, the thing. We're still talking about the hair? A leader will focus on what you did well and use that to fix things. A boss or a manager will come in and focus on what you did wrong and try to get you to fix it. Right. So one focuses on your skills, your your the things that you know how to do, and one focuses kind of on your limitations, the things you don't know how to do or did wrong. I think it's great that he talked about not only uh, your partner or your coworkers' uh, perception of what your limitations and skills might be, but also the public. When we show up at a fire and we get off the engine, we're tripping over each other and we don't know where stuff is. And we're shouting at each other. And I hear the calliope music and the exactly. organ grinder and there, monkey. This does, number one, does not instill confidence. No. Number two, does not show a high level of service that we're trying to provide. Like, like we talked it, about with uh, Rod. It immediately shows the public our limitations. And it's not their perception of our limitations because we could say, well, this is how we always fight fires. This is how it works best. But it looks like, and you said, fire up the calliope music. It looks like a three ring circus. And here's here's my big issue because, and again, we have beaten this horse repeatedly. The concept- No animals were harmed are, in the filming of WIU yeah, Radio. Really focusing on beating animals a lot in this episode. I apologize. But the, the whole concept and of- you can't swing a dead cat without <laughs> right? hitting- Right, Dang it, without hitting, it a, hitting a, a bad animal reference. Yeah. Yeah. Perception is reality. I hate, like, with the passion of a thousand burning suns, yep. that entire, a thousand burning emus, that entire concept. Because perception is not reality. Reality is freaking real. If you get a hundred people and you can convince them of something absolutely asinine and they think that... The, the, let's flat earthers flat earth that's let's talk exactly let's talk about sovereign it, citizens that yeah, we've talked abs- about on the show absolutely. before yeah. their perception is unequivocal madness mm-hmm. i mean it's insane but they are completely convinced that they're right period because yes. that's their perception well your perception is wrong but not not to put it too far out if we don't educate the public in enough of what we do then if we come out and don't do things efficiently, it's going to look to them like a limitation. Right, and that's that's the the interesting balancing act is yet mm-hmm. we we have to do better, but there's that that I don't know I want to say tendency or you you may lean more towards just capitulation than, than you will education. Exactly, because there, there's the people that, I don't want to talk to the press. They always get it wrong. Because nobody talks to the press. They're just going to make it up. They have to do the story at 6 o'clock live. Yeah, they're, get, they're, either they're gonna, getting paid. They're providing a service. They're either going to say what you told them <laughs> to say, or they're going to make it up. You know, And that, that kind of goes back to the, the last one we had. It was Ron that talked to us about Ro- it. Wait, our last uh, answer? Yeah, our last answer. That was Rod. Yeah, Rod. With a, with a D. Uh, our last answer, you know, there's no glory, but you can kind of steer the narrative if you have to. Sure. And that might sure. be where you come in with a skill where you can talk to the press. Or maybe what? it's a limitation that you can't. Look back at when social media began. Oh, they hated it. 
Oh yeah, it's never big, gonna last. Big time. It's a fad. But you, you and I were the, like the champions of social media, saying, "Hey, if if you're not controlling your own narrative, someone else is going to do it for you." And when social media really started to take off, you know, in 2010-ish, ish, yeah, give or take a couple of years. I just I was preaching that constantly. It's like mm-hmm. you, these you got to get on there and start shaping the public opinion around your particular agencies, the regardless public, of what they are. Not not even just the opinion. For them to form an opinion, they are going to have to get a perception of what it is that your agency is doing and wants to do. And it's either but, going to be based in actual reality or they're yeah. going to create their own. One of the worst things an agency can say, and I, I learned this at FDIC and I'll mention this on a later show, one of the worst things an agency can say is no comment. Because all they're going to do is call your neighboring agency and say, what if this happened to you? What would you do? Yeah. And they're going to spout something off and come back and why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why didn't your team try to enter that burning building and do a search? We already know about two in, two out. We already know about your staffing levels. We already know you were running a water shuttle. Why? Because we talked to the neighboring agency who didn't say no comment. Yeah, because so, they're not going to get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, if you come into this thing, uh, knowing your skills and limitations, knowing and identifying and sharing, here's another big thing, share limitations and skills. Hey, MC, great job on that last stop, man. You kept the cool. You controlled the situation. It was wonderful. Is there somebody standing behind me? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> but just coming in, you know, staying calm under pressure. And if somebody comes up to you and goes, hey, man, that was a great plan you had, and it was well executed. Well, thank you. I was flying by the seat of my pants, but now I know that it looked great from the outside. Yeah. So next time it happens, I can take a deep breath and say, man, I got this. Well, that, here's the interesting thing about both these things. I, I, I think you you and I have the same idea that, that these these two things together really are not a, a a new concept no and it's it's interesting that these two that we chose to put together they're both going back in time and telling their their rookie selves almost kind of the same thing yeah do on to others yeah as you'd have done to you which, which considering this is as this is airing the wednesday before easter seems kind of apropos yeah it's, we are nothing if not uh, re- religiously timed, not well timed on this show. We are, right? We are. There's that's a, a that's a thing. If do. I can get a little more religiously well timed, I don't know if you saw the joke. I think I shared it. I don't think I shared it in the group with Mister Nick. Good day, Nick. Good day, Nick. Uh, but it was the uh, uh, Jesus comes back, and there's a guy there like Jesus, welcome back, and he says, "Oh, hey, oh man, we celebrate your your the day you died every year. Oh, really? What day is it? Bad Friday." <laughs> I guess. so that cracked me up. Th- this is a this is a good uh, a good place to end the show, but I'm going to end it on a funny note, just kind of like mm-hmm. that. But uh, so I've got a buddy at work that is celebrates Greek Orthodox Easter, which is the following Easter. So we have, or I'm sorry, the oh, follow, following the following Sunday. Okay, right, and uh, we are uh, snarky. I'll say at, at the PD. So we started calling it mildly. We started calling it the Lazy Greek Jesus Day. <laughs> There you go. And I swear to you, I wanted to make a t-shirt with the stone rolled back and just a cartoon bubble comes out that says, meh, meh. <laughs> or hit a snooze button like, I'll see you cats in a week. One of the best memes, <laughs> actually one of the best memes is the guy that switched out, uh, I call him Disco White Jesus. You know, okay. the, the the Jesus that isn't brown with the black hair, but he, okay. he looks like Ewan McGregor as uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh my God, yeah. Somebody went to their mom's house and switched out the picture for Obi-Wan <laughs> and it's been there for years. <laughs> And I, I don't mean is, to belittle faith awesome. and belief, but that is hilarious. Oh, dude, I 
you you know I'm a believer. Yeah. I, I I love me some Jesus, but that's funny. Yeah, I mean, I would jump over a dead camel for that joke. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure why I brought or up a, that reference. It, if we're bringing Star Wars back into it, a dead mm-hmm. tauntaun. Yeah, I would jump over a dead tauntaun. Yep, after you got nice and warm. Actually, the the advice I would give my myself as a rookie is never pass up a tauntaun ride. No, why would you? Mm-hmm. That's insanity. And uh, never Google tauntaun ride. Oh, yeah. That would be bad. Yeah. On a side note. (sighs) Now I have to explain to MC number one what a Tauntaun ride is. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Uh, On a brief aside, I I would also tell myself 15 years ago uh, that Star Wars Episode Nine. Yeah, looks pretty good. It, it it does look pretty good. Yeah. All right, so <clears throat> that ends our Ask WYE for yes. this week. Thank However, you very much, guys. We still want some more answers. So if you yep. will go to speakpipe.com slash MC, you can leave a 90-second comment. Give us your name so we know or, who, we're, who we're talking to. Or a 10-second comment yeah, if you yeah, don't whatever. have many words for that, yourself. That's right. Yeah, don't be a jerk. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks. Yeah, we've, Thanks, we've got a few of those. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Thanks, John, Ted, and Casey. <laughs> so if you uh, you want to do that, go to speakpipe.com slash MC, and you can leave us a comment, and on an upcoming episode, we will uh, bring your comments up, and, and we'll, we'll talk about them and, and see what kind of uh, nuggets of wisdom we can we can garner. Yeah, every now and then, it's nice to, to put together two kind of questions and, and things that we can put together and kind of create a third narrative yeah around, absolutely you know and absolutely. it's a lot of fun and if you guys like it make sure you let us know if you don't like it then keep that stuff to yourself man yeah. nobody wants to know yeah, nobody not that my perception is you should shut up here comes debbie downer <laughs> <laughs> all right kids until next time this is mc signing off from mcpd with my good buddy justin shore the happy medica until next time we will see you when we see you be safe gang cheers